Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. our first podcast where both of us are 30 Shit, we all we grown so we grand we grandparents uh-huh <laughs> grandparents. without even being regular parents right um so your birthday was yesterday yes he was so how did your little weekend extravaganza go it was pretty fucking amazing to be honest, TBH, um, Childish Gambino, nigga, like, <laughs> that was a fucking experience. That's what, that's what everybody always says. I, I think I'm changed. I think <laughs> I'm a different person. <laughs> like, when he first started, um, well, it was after, like, maybe one or two songs and he was just like you know i want this to be an experience for everybody like put it look at y'all y'all on y'all phones too much like put the phones down like this is supposed to be like church like no interruptions and shit but of course i couldn't put my phone down i was like you know gotta save memories and shit I but hate, I, I do hate looking at my phone during a concert yeah nor snapchat has really changed me because before snapchat i was one of those people that were like never about trying to record like every single moment of their lives and now like when I do especially concerts I'm like (laughs) (laughs) super millennial (laughs) um I um luckily the last couple concerts I went to because I'm so bad at my phone it died midway through so I didn't like I was even handicapped by it so I couldn't even do it but I guess this is a personal thing. Um, it was a lit ass weekend. Like, we pretty much just so we got in late Saturday because I had to work till seven. Um, got to the Airbnb, which was so fucking nice. Like the Snapchats did that shit looked dope as fuck. It had like um like a wet bar with a marble countertop. There was marble floors in the bathroom. Like it was super nice. Like big ass windows. And what was even nicer about it was it was a renovated guest house, so it was kinda like ducked off on this alley. Super dope. Um we checked in the Airbnb and then we decided to just go out and um get food and drinks we went to this super bougie ass um i don't even know how to describe it it's called minerva avenue but um it was bougie as hell like my margarita was 15 dollars 
Yeah, Casey had Jameson. She had two Jamesons, and it ended up being like thirty something bucks. That's that has been my experience in Nashville. That everything is expensive as hell. But what was so crazy about that was like now, don't get me wrong. Like it was a nice venue, but it wasn't like super upscale to where you're paying over ten dollars a drink type shit. Like that's the kind of experience I've had in like Nashville or in Vegas. When I went to Vegas, drinks were just twelve dollars a pop, no matter where you went. They didn't yeah. have to be a specialty cocktail, like <laughs> any anywhere, any hole in the wall, any casino. Well, the only good thing about casinos is it's all free drinks. Yeah, it's free drinks. Um, but yeah, so we went there. By the time we got there, it was like a little after eleven. Their kitchen was closed, so we decided to go to Jack Brown's, which is like this dope ass burger joint. Nigga, they had a burger with like a mac and cheese on it. Like, oh my god! So we went there two nights in a row because the first experience was just that bomb. Um, Sunday we had brunch. We got lit all fucking day, like oh, literally. Yeah, I, I, I saw. <laughs> I was uh, like, damn, she turned it up. Like literally, when we got to the concert, everybody was super fucking toasted. Like <laughs> the concert <laughs> is what brought us back down. And then of course we um. We went out for just a little bit afterwards, but how was Vince Staples set? Vince Staples was pretty nice too. Because I love Vince Staples. He was at um Sloth's Fest last year, twenty seventeen, and he was he's he's got a nice set. He's like because his last album is really good too. I don't know if I've heard his last album. It's FM. Mm-hmm. It came out a couple weeks ago. I haven't heard his last album, but yeah, he's, it, it was just great. Like, and the shit started on time. Like it was supposed <laughs> to start at eight. Vince and them lights was on stage at eight o'clock, like on the dot. <laughs> they do seem like two, like niggas that don't play around though. But also shit. having a performing Bridgestone, you know, they probably have time limits and shit to, you know, to have yeah. people out of the venue by a certain time. So yeah, the show was over. I want to say like 10.30-ish, 10.45-ish. So, yeah, it was it was lit. Childish gave me no. He did the damn thing. That's good. So you enjoyed your 30th. I really did. I really, really did. Really did. Do you feel any different? So. Not yet. It hasn't, like, hit me. <laughs> Right. Like the only difference now is I'm a, I can officially say I'm 30. Like I've been fake 30 for like six months. Me too. <laughs> so fuck that half. <laughs> Nigga, I'm 30. So um, it just it just really makes me like the thing about our birthdays is like it's always right before the new year. So hitting this like milestone birthday kind of makes me start having like not necessarily resolutions because I hate resolutions, but just like, I just start thinking about shit that I'm, I'm really trying to get put into place right? for this, this next chapter of life. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. Also, it reminds me that I need to get in shape because (laughs) (sighs) shit feeding, like it's so easy for me to gain weight now. It's ridiculous. That's what me and Wendy were talking about. About like she's gained weight, but she still looks great. 
Yeah, but yeah, you can't tell a woman who's gained weight that she still looks great. She just wants to be back to normal. And I and I can understand that. Um, we all have our insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, you had a great weekend. I did nothing at all, <laughs> as usual. Um. <laughs> was a lot of new music this weekend and I was planning on trying to listen to it all uh, just got stuck on Meek Mill's album did mm. you listen to it? I haven't had a chance yet did you at least listen to the Jay-Z verse? I heard a snippet let's listen to that right quick okay. bro he's like the, the... Sean Carter is the greatest rapper of all fucking he time he is like and then for his age, like he'll be forty nine tomorrow. Who can who can say that there's like a forty something year old rapper that's still out here just with the bars? That is still probably pound for pound the best rapper alive. Yeah. He's the greatest <laughs> rapper of all time. Yeah, but he still might be the best rapper alive. I think so. I cannot disagree. Sean Carter was born December fourth, <laughs> weighing eight pounds. To Gloria Carter. He was the last of her four children. And he gave her no pain. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Jay-Z will be 49 years old tomorrow. That nigga old. And is still rapping. And you know who he's talking about with the house and stuff, right? Uh-uh. Donald Trump. Oh. My house bigger than yours. I was too busy trying to figure out the billboard part. Yeah. He said that um he was saying that the whole tax free thing. Yeah. And then I get uh, it now. Red Hat. He he didn't say his name, we called him Red Hat. Mm. And then he said he doesn't have inflated numbers because you know they say Donald Trump's not a real trillionaire. Mm. I mean billionaire. Mm-hmm. They say he's uh actually worth probably only a couple hundred million only a couple hundred million. <laughs> But yeah, so JC just yeah he shots killed that the president. Um, um, I I had a couple thoughts. For one, uh, Meek Mill's album is really good, and my brother had brought this up on Twitter. Like when you listen to it, there are some samples that how in the fuck he got cleared is amazing. He must got people really in his corner. Mm-hmm. Um, the intro track is him rapping over in the air tonight. Snapping over in the air tonight. <laughs> so I'm going to have to listen. Yeah. And he's spitting some real shit too. Like, I think, he, I hate to say that jail did good for somebody. Mm-hmm. But I think it opened his eyes to the overall system. Mm-hmm. I feel like that happens with a lot of rappers, like yeah. T Grizzly, mm-hmm. first day out, like yeah. you know. And Meek clearly has been just recording and sitting on stuff because he's got legitimate heat on this. Mm-hmm. And then the song with him and Cardi is dope as fuck. And now he's um, starting to become way more active in in Criminal politics and shit. Yeah, like 
So that's what's up. Yeah, we need more people doing that. I hate that it took him having to have that experience to get involved, but honestly, that's how that's how changes are made. Right. Like, and then it's just like when in Meek's verse on that song when he shouted it out. Maybe it's I can't remember the owner of the Seventy Sixers name, but he says it, and he says Robert Kraft. That's the dude that owns the Patriots mm-hmm. or the billionaire from Marcy, which of course is Jay. So he had some some heavy hitters in this uh in this corner, and then the next song on that album, he raps over "Can I Live," which is one of the greatest Jay Z songs of all time, and it's it's just crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, who else had no music? Let me see. It was a it was like ten albums came out. Damn. And it's weird because it used to be that uh it used to be that albums came out on Tuesdays. Yeah. And they changed it a couple years ago, so now they come out on Fridays. I feel like now ever since things have become on the whole like streaming wave is when they cuz it used to be like music was Tuesdays and movies were Fridays. Mhm. And but that was when we were actually buying tapes and CDs. <laughs> right. And those those things were to avoid leaks and stuff like mm, that. Mm-hmm. And then now things don't leak anymore because you can just upload whatever it is. Yeah. Not to say somebody will want to leak our uh, podcast. <laughs> but the <laughs> fact that we can just upload an hour and a half of audio in seconds. And then it's just out in the world. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, that's so funny running into your parents. Well, not really running into them because I was at work, but. <laughs> Yeah, You're, you and your dad have a lot of the same mannerisms. Like what? He was just kind of like quiet and off to the side, and like <laughs> slightly awkward a little, but trying not to be. <laughs> yeah. He's a Sagittarius. Too. Like you could tell, he was ready to go. Yeah, he's tired. Your mom said she sat and talked with me for a good like ten solid minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, after Kim saw my uh, parents, she said that she didn't know my mom was going to judge her for having blue hair. Because, you know, that older generation, they don't really, they don't believe in this kind of shit. <clears throat> That's true. The only thing is that uh, because my mom's a high school teacher, she sees wild, crazy shit every day. Yeah, I forgot that she teaches high school. Like, uh... And then the stuff she knows is always surprising to me. <laughs> like, she said, uh, this was a couple months ago, they had a story that they had to read in her, in her class. And the story, one of the things that somebody said, is they're talking to their parents, so they're like, uh, Dad, and then sometimes they say Daddy. So the first, like, three classes she had, kids would snicker every time a girl would read daddy and so 
by she said by lunch she realized oh they're talking about the other daddy mm-hmm. <laughs> Zaddy <laughs> <laughs> and my sister didn't understand because my sister is not around like teenagers like yeah. that she don't talk to Deshaun for real so like she was like I don't, I don't get it and I was like you ain't never heard somebody call their man daddy or whatever she's like oh oh okay <laughs> but P. Woods was all on that <laughs> she was hip to it Ooh, yeah. I never knew that. Like, you know, there's a a group of people that don't like a group of men that don't call their father daddy when they become grown. Yeah, that's so weird to me. It's a hyper masculine thing again. But that's that's some deep seated bullshit. It is because I still to this day call my daddy daddy. Me too. <laughs> like I don't know what like. <laughs> I've never even thought that was awkward. Like, I think Bomani was talking about something. He was like, yeah, my daddy. And then people were like, oh, he still calls his dad daddy. That's the nigga's name. Right. Like, that's what I grew up calling that nigga in the fuck. <laughs> Who are you to tell me I can't call my daddy daddy? Yeah. But, yeah, my parents are weird. <laughs> it was It was cute. It was funny. The whole time I was just like... I know she's looking at me crazy. She hasn't said anything about it, so she might be okay with it, or she might be hiding the fact that she hates it. I don't know. Real <laughs> shit. I don't think she even realized you had blue hair. She probably didn't. She probably didn't. Like, she's one of them people also, too. Like, it could be like, she's not going to notice stuff like that. I also haven't seen her, though, since last October. So True. But... Did she try to recruit you to the woods team? Um, not not really, but she was talking about how she was ready for you to find a wife. Oh, God. And ready for uh, DeAndre and Angie to go on ahead and have some babies. Because they need more grandchildren. Yeah. <laughs> the pressure's on. Whew, that grandparent stage, it must be addictive as hell. Because once they get one, they be... Oh, yeah. And then Amelia's already won something now so they they ready for another one i know and i forgot all about her little ass <laughs> she's so bad i was like oh y'all got y'all do got a fresh baby mm-hmm. but she got a little attitude <laughs> she is a whole diva she's just warming up to me because usually when i come over there she's like that nigga looks like my granddaddy <laughs> but and he kind of looks like my mama but i don't know who the fuck that nigga <laughs> is <laughs> so now she'll at least come to me or she'll say my name yeah <laughs> it's funny when when your nieces and nephews start actually like realizing who you are yo my uh my my youngest nephew he what he was probably about six or seven by the time he realized who the fuck me and andre were what like he told my sister he was like uh Mama, um, are DJ and Andre your sons? <laughs> it's like she's like, no, they're my brothers. <laughs> and she was like, he was like, um, so who are their mom and dad? She was like, grandma. Like, uh, Yaya and Hun Daddy. Like, oh, so they're your parents too? Like, yeah. <laughs> Did you not realize it, it had never dawned on him? 
Yeah, it's crazy how children's minds work. And then also, we both lived at home then. So, mm-hmm. I I don't know if you really... Th- and then, at other times, they let me know that they don't really think that I'm... Like, now they do. But before, they didn't really think of me as an adult. <laughs> like, they looked at me as, like... A just, brother. Yeah, like, a, still a kid. But not like a... They thought I was a teenager. Well, I can kind of see that, because your oldest... Nephew is pretty. He's he's half our age, right? So yeah, I can see that. And then also they, uh, which one of them looks like DeAndre, the youngest one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Noah. And he is a mean little old man, just like Andre was when we were growing up. I think it's so crazy how like your siblings' kids can be so much like you. Mm-hmm. Like how Micah's kid is like. Seth. Literally. He looks exactly like And Seth. I think my nephew looks like me. I haven't seen your nephew. I think he looks like me. Like I wonder if I have a recent And you know it's my um my brother looks like my uncle that passed last year. They always say he looked just like him. Yeah, my my parents and my family always tell me that I look like my aunt, my mama's oldest sister. I never realized how much I was like my dad until I got older. And I realized, like, because I always thought, I don't know. I was like, I don't look like anybody. Speaking of aunt, do you say aunt or aunt? Growing up, I always said auntie. Yeah, I I was listening to uh, another podcast today. And... It's two white men, granted, but they were just like, who says aunt? And I'm just like, black people. Yep. <laughs> I wonder um, how that... Um, aunt and auntie. Where where did that duality come from? I don't know. Because it is very much a racial divide. Mm-hmm. But also, like, I don't know if this is a Mississippi thing or this is a black thing or what. But my, uh, like everybody calls, like my mom, T-Pat, not like auntie, there's T-Pat. Yeah. We all have a couple aunties that I call T. Yeah. Uh. My nephew calls me T-T. Um, yeah, I don't know any, why people say aunt, wait, no, what, I can't even say it. Aunt. Ant, like ant, it's crawling. Yeah. Aunt. <laughs> aunt. Auntie. What are some other words that black people always say? I don't know, but that's always been a major one that has stood out to me. Yeah. I, rem- I do remember, like, when I was younger, and I would say auntie, and then, like, my white classmates would be like, you're who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's when I started calling my, uh, saying aunt. Yep. Those little microaggressions mm-hmm. that make you change your whole uh, speech pattern. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I partially lost most of my accent. It comes out when I get excited. What, being around white people? Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to talk a lot faster. Like when I was younger, like real fast, because <laughs> I mean that's how 
That's how my family talk. They weren't from here, so we sounded different. They were from Mississippi. South Mississippi. South Mississippi. Southern. It's something about the southern part of each state that's just a different world from the northern part. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I was listening to Away With Words on NPR. And uh, they had came down here like last year and they did this project. Like they studied the origin of words or whatever. So they did this uh, project at Lee High School. Wow. And they did this thing where they asked the kids to write down a slang word or a word that's unique to them or their generation or their region. Mm -hmm. And so when they got it, they were all, they uh, tallied them up and they were like, what is a fourth? (laughs) (laughs) And they looked and they tried to find like the origin of fourth. And they were like, this has to be only a North Alabama word. Yep, it is. Huntsville specifically, though. Yeah. But. Who created that shit? I know. That's what I want to know. Who is the originator? And then they were, they were trying to come up with things that might be the reason why. And they were like, because. All right, if you're outside of Huntsville, you don't know what a fourth is. But a fourth is somebody who doesn't do what they say, what they said they were going to do. Pretty much, someone who forfeits. Yeah, <laughs> but they said they didn't think it was from for, forfeit or forfeiture. They thought it was from back and forth, back and forth. Mm, like but the way black people, yeah. But the way black people say it's back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that I I think that's it. Because that makes complete sense. It does. Because niggas would definitely not be talking about forfeiture. It makes sense both ways, though. Like, forfeit and back and forth. Like they, it's... Yeah, but that back and forth thing would make sense based on us being Southern and the way we say, the way we pronounce TH words. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were like... <laughs> I've never heard this word before. And then so the NPR dude was like, uh, so if y'all want to make donations, don't be a fourth. And I was like, oh my God. No. Oh no, don't gentrify. Oh don't gentrify. And they were like, this another word that we that uh, we heard the kids say a lot, a Mm-mm. snack. <laughs> they were like, and the, and the guy, he was like, what's a snack? Oh God. They were like, it's a very attractive person. <laughs> and if you're really attractive, apparently you're a whole meal. <laughs> Bro, I was dying laughing. We have got to protect our culture at all means. That is true. <laughs> at all costs. Please do not gentrify forth. Yeah. Ooh. I can't even remember the first time Ooh, I heard fourth. Chile. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the first time I heard fourth. I mean, um, it had, but it had high school, middle, middle school, high school, high school, and then they were trying to say that it started. They were like, if the earliest thing we've seen is 2008. I was like, yeah, it had to been before then because mm-hmm. we were definitely saying that shit in high school. We were yeah. in 07. Yeah, we were. It was high school for me, for sure. And then like all the John, I think the Johnson kids. Yeah, my year. Johnson friends at church was using it, and I was so confused for a couple weeks. I was like. Hmm. 
it was surprising when I I was doing my student teaching at Ed White and to realize that they were still saying the words that we were saying. Like what? Other than four? Uh like on God. <laughs> uh on God. It was, what else did they used to say? It was something else they used to always say. One more. Mm-mm. Um cutting back after this weekend, bro. Really? <laughs> um Oh, but yeah, one day uh, I had told my kids that if they were good, I'd let them watch this video. It was a video about blackface, but in hindsight, I was thinking these kids are not emotionally mature enough to deal with uh, these cartoons of blackface, but I didn't tell them that. Mm -hmm. And they were like, are you going to let us watch? I was like, no. And then one of my special needs kids he was he had a learning disability but he also had behavior disorder mm. so like all the teachers were like scared of him and they just let him do whatever fuck he wanted to do Aww. he was a good kid but he was uh he was like Mr. Woods you a fourth and I was like I've never felt so offended <laughs> a day in my life and then they were like how are you gonna cuss at the teacher and I was thinking that's not a curse word but I was like and I was like gonna delete that how am I a fourth he's like man you just are and I was like I've never felt so hurt a day in my life I would have been like listen here young nigga <laughs> look, look nigga <laughs> now I did these to cuss them kids <laughs> and I knew it before I caught it and then I just started mouthing the words to him like Ooh. one day this kid like he was he was like tall like taller and bigger than me so he got up in my face I told that little nigga get the fuck out of my goddamn face mm. And he was like, oh, did y'all see what he said? And I was like, y'all not finna play me up in here. Bruh, Mm-mm. them kids are bad, man. Yeah. I mean, they they just kids. But they got, some of them are grown as fuck. Like, size-wise. So, man, you gotta let them know, like, bro, back the fuck Can up Can we talk me. about the size of children high school age and younger? They're like huge adults yeah i've been seeing like little high school boys like grown fucking men you can (laughs) always tell how how old somebody is by the the shit they'll do Mm. like you could do like nah that nigga young ass mind state yeah and it's like yeah like i remember one time like also teeth teeth and also feet Cause boys' feet grow faster than their bodies, and true, very true. <laughs> their feet are like disproportionately large compared to the rest of their bodies. <laughs> he an excellent swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta grow into your feet as a young man. You got baby teeth. <laughs> you got your twelve-year-old molars yet? <laughs> Um, quick note uh, George H.W. Bush died this weekend yeah he did so uh, R.I.P. to President Bush 41 Um, so you know I put R.I.P. 41 on there and you know people were 
you know, at first people were saying, you know, the things you say when an important person dies, mm-hmm. you know, RIP uh, prayers and thoughts to his family mm-hmm. and all this and to President George W. Bush, who everybody knows it was his son. Then y'all niggas start getting the fucking receipts out here for uh, George H.W. And y'all niggas didn't waste no time. Literally. So, my question is, is it okay to do that? To... On the day that the nigga died, for people to be like, good, he's burning in hell. I think we had the same conversation with XXX. Yeah, we did, kind of. But this, all right, but the difference to me in between uh, George H.W. Bush and XXX Tentacion, uh, for one, one was a president <laughs> and a vice president and over the CIA mm-hmm. and a congressman and World War II veteran and the youngest uh, Navy pilot in history at that moment. Dude lived a fucking life. And I don't know. Like, it's just different to me. I understand. All right. Let's just run through a couple of things. (laughs) (laughs) Did he? Was he over the CIA at a time that the CIA was killing black people in uh, COINTELPRO and doing other things? Like we talked about in our whispering section of last week. Yeah. He was for a year. Did he uh, lie on national TV and say that um, somebody had bought undercover crack in front of the White House? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Did Do you know about that? No. Okay. So apparently they were trying to make this big push so they'd be hard on crack and they were going to be hard on drugs. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I believe the FBI have been in contact with uh, this drug dealer in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. I think he was, he was a senior in high school. So, they were like talking to him on the phone and he was like, yeah, where, where y'all want me to meet? And they were like, meet us in, uh, in front of the White House. This dude was like, where the fuck is the White House? That's his literal quote. Okay. So it tells you a little bit about, because, all right, Washington, D.C. is the blackest city in in the United States. Mm -hmm. The fact that you don't know where the White House is tells you everything you need to know about how segregated of a city that Washington, D.C. is. Very true. So um, they keep, uh, they're like, you don't know where the White House is? He's like, no, I don't know where the fucking White House is. (laughs) And then, uh, so they convince him and they, they tell him how to get there and he shows up and bless his heart. And he sells them crack. Now they don't arrest him right away. They wait until after Bush goes on TV with, I think a fake amount of how much crack he bought. They bought and he's like, yeah, this was bought right in front of the white house. And so they get all this shit. They, you know, change the laws for crack and powder cocaine. And the drug wars start. Is Bush implicit in that? Did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, 
they more or less fund uh, the overthrow of dictators and other uh, governments. Yeah, but in a way, all presidents do that. That's true. Like, I love Obama to death, but he got some shit on him. This is I mean, true as well. He, he killed civilians with drones. Every president got bodies. <laughs> wow. That's a bar. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Shit, I missed my opportunity. Oh, yeah, you did. You got to have it ready to go. Opportunity. <laughs> that shit would have been dope too. Another one. <laughs> um, but yeah, all presidents have done things that are dirty. Yeah. Is it okay to do that right after the man died? And why is it that we always want to get all historical? When about some die. shit when people die like y'all niggas didn't pay attention when this shit was happening yeah, before that's true I mean it's just one of those things to give somebody an opportunity to be mad and express their anger um I'm honestly 50-50 on it like I don't that just that it just goes back to the whole like not discrediting someone else's experience type thing you know what i'm saying like that's how they feel you know because these things affected them directly you can't be mad at them for expressing that but i think i think what what i don't think if it's if it's coming from like that i don't think that's the issue is when niggas are trying to like yeah trying yeah. to shit on other people for right be, yeah that's what i was saying like i think the the issue is actually like when these people with the anger are upset and at everybody who had a different experience than they did but <clears throat> now here's where i'm going to contradict myself there is one person that whenever they close their eyes for good I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off and I'm going to get these jokes off. We ain't going to say who it is. We all know who it is. Oh, do we? Yep. <laughs> we all know. Do we? You are fake news. <laughs> when I mean, that time I figured, come, I figured. When that time comes, I'm going to Shit, he old. It could be real soon. That's why I'm saying. I hope he lives a long, what? Soon and very soon. Mm-hmm. I hope he. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna say that. That's gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> so we all know who we talking about. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just know that when that happens, I, like, hey, it's a huge problem. Look. <laughs> Like it's gonna happen. You better have way too much fun with this thing. They're gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) But yo, it's the truth, man. Fuck 
Like, he's just such a bad person. He's terrible. And then I ain't gonna have nothing. Now, I did also. When Anton and Scalia died, mm-hmm. I did say good. He fucked people's lives up. And I might be a hypocrite for saying that because I disagree with him politically. But it's the truth. Mm-hmm. And it was with uh, Bush 41. Here's the other thing. He seemed like a pretty decent person. He did. And for what it's worth, I think George W. Bush seems like a pretty decent person, too. Agreed. Agreed. It's just something about uh, he who should not be mentioned, like on that Harry Potter shit. Voldemort. We can't say his name, (laughs) but we all know who we're talking about. So it's just better to just leave it alone. But when he who should not be mentioned dies... It's a party, it's a party, it's a party. When Obama won, my daddy uh, barbecued. It's going to be a barbecue on that day, too. (laughs) So, or if he's impeached or, you know. If he, please. I just hope Twitter, I hope he doesn't. Two more years. I hope he doesn't outlive Twitter. This has been the longest two years. Yes. Ever. And we still got two more. Yeah. Like what is time doing? Um, I do wanna know who's gonna run against he who should not be mentioned. Because I saw that, a thing that were they were saying that Bernie was like thinking about running again and I was like, Oh God. I mean, I ain't voting for Bernie though. I mean, if it's up against he who should not be mentioned, of course. Yeah. But do you know how dope a debate would be between Joe Biden and he who should not be mentioned? That would be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because he who should not be mentioned is a fucking dick. Joe But be, he is funny as fuck. Joe would be petty, though. Trump, uh, he who should not be mentioned is pe- way pettier than... <laughs> Then, uh, well, yeah, he is. So it'll just be two old ass white. It'll be a roast, reckless ass. It'll be a roast session. Like, bro, like it's gonna be on VH1 because oh, it's gonna be worse than anything that's ever happened on any of those shows. Like that shit might end with uh, he should not be mentioned. Just being like these nuts. These nuts. (laughs) <laughs> but oh, I don't know. It's I I feel like when it's people of importance of historical importance, mm-hmm. it should be it should be a uh they should be given a certain level of respect. Now we can do the dissecting and going over everything in in the days that follow, but to just be like on the day that dude die I'd be like fuck that dude <laughs> yeah or I mean just the whole act of trying to get everybody on the bandwagon of being hateful <clears throat> right it's and it's just, like bro he when was... somebody passes just like just kind of chill out for at least a week and I I don't even remember the like Bush 41 administration he stopped being president when we were like three right yeah he did so like to be like yeah fuck him he ruined my life did he <laughs> <laughs> 
How old are you? <laughs> like, nigga, unless you... So we 30. We can't remember it. Unless you, like, at least 35 or something, you can't really be like, oh, so, yo, fuck George H.W. George super upset, yeah. Like... He was only president for four years. <laughs> and how much did he really do? Now, he was Reagan's uh, homeboy. Birds of a feather. But on another note, fuck Ronald Reagan. I will say that. Fuck that nigga. Well, that is worth saying. <laughs> Man, I'm all over the place. And now. he been gone for a long time now, so. I think he died when we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I hate, I hate when I see like kids wearing like Reagan t-shirts. Yeah. I'm like, lame motherfuckers. What the fuck? Reagan <laughs> who are y'all? Right, like who are y'all? Or just like when you see uh, MAGA hats. I don't think I've seen one in person yet. I've seen. But you know, that's even more telling that down here we don't just see MAGA hats. You would think you would think. You would think. But they know. They know what that fucking shit means. Mm-hmm. They know it's fucked up. Yeah. Like, he, he won the state, but we don't ever see red MAGA hats. Nope. But. But they also they also know you get your ass rocked out here wearing that shit. But they, they will have the stickers on the car. And I feel like running them motherfuckers off. That's, no, that's, that's <laughs> one thing that they will have. Yeah, they will have the stickers. Now the funniest thing is when they have when it's the Super Bowl people like heritage not hate and then have that Trump uh Pence sticker right next to it. <laughs> but I've seen I've only seen two MAGA hats in real life. I think I've seen one I saw one at Bar Louie. But it was from a distance. And I was like I was Shook. I was triggered. <laughs> and I was like, yo, this motherfucker posted up at the bar with a fucking uh MAGA hat. The caucasity. <laughs> the caucasity. <laughs> that and uh that sounds about white is my two favorite Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Whites are gonna white. <laughs> <laughs> the Caucasians are at it again. <laughs> Oh my god. Um so Candace asked What's the one gift you will be spoiling yourself with this Christmas? Um, paying off my credit card debt. See, you guys go and do some thirty-year-old shit. <laughs> I'm so serious about getting my credit together. It's not even funny. Um, like I've started um, drafting up a budget and, and everything. Like I've got oh, to. We get thirty well, thirty, huh? Well, I got a a note in the mail that said that um, my credit score had dropped significantly. And I was just thinking about all the shit that just happened this year. And I'm like, what did I do this year that would make my credit card, my credit score drop like so quick? And it's the IRS. Um, This year I owed back taxes because 
apparently nothing was ever taken out of my checks when I was working at Mac, my part-time job. So I owed like a total of like eleven hundred dollars. God damn. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna be able to pay this right off the bat. <laughs> so they Can had, a, I did something out my right. <laughs> I did my shit on TurboTax, and um, they had like a payment plan to where you could set it up and pay like a monthly whatever. So I was like, okay, like y'all take out a hundred a month, and this should cover me for you know what I'm saying. Like I, I'll be back to square one. Cool. They never took anything out like ever. So I'm just like what do I do in that instance? Cause I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah, but I thought about that though, when I got a letter about my credit score and I was like, yeah, we just got to pay this shit off. Yeah. So I'm just really trying to make sure that I don't, that it doesn't drop any further. So I'm just going to start off. And I only have one. I think I talked about this before. I have one credit card through the bank. Um, which is literally just like a $500 limit. And then I have a Victoria's Secret card and another like shopping credit card, but I have never used that one. It's just, it's just open. I haven't used it. I recently got my first credit card. Yeah. I literally just got mine when I got my car. Uh, uh, it didn't take my credit score up 38 points, mm-hmm. but I'm still just nervous to fucking use it more than bro. I credit need. is such a big like it's literally just a thing that I kind of stress about now, because <laughs> I, mean, I, I just don't want to get to a place where like I am finally financially stable, but I can't get shit because my credit is fucked. Right. Or I have to pay like so much more than an average person would have to pay because my credit is fucked. Like I was comparing like my car note to somebody with lower credit than me like their car note and it's like almost a hundred dollar difference wait you pay a hundred dollars more or a hundred dollars i pay a hundred dollars less because their credit is worse than mine oh yeah like having low credit score really will fuck your life up oh yeah that's just i don't know i gotta figure some shit yeah i just really want to actually like move out of my parents house this 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 year like i don't this has to be the year and I've honest, excuse me, honestly been like actively wanting to move to Nashville, like seeking employment. That's what's up. Yeah. We got to figure out how to do this shit. <laughs> we, we can figure it out. We yeah. can figure it out. We wouldn't be the only ones. Or Definitely man. not. What I am going to get myself for Christmas slash uh, my birthday, because I haven't bought myself a birthday gift yet, which is very odd for me. Wow. You haven't either? No. Not not anything like huge. Like when I think about birthday gift, I think like money you would spend that you don't normally spend. Right. I haven't really done that. I um that might go towards my tattoo. I I was thinking about getting a tattoo. Um what I'm gonna get, I think. A mixer for the podcast. Mm, okay, sir. Mix a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I'm like actually. I'm trying to decide now. I'm 
like if I get a mixer, then I can use like sound effects and stuff through it. But I was actually thinking of getting one of these with four mic things. Mm. And I start looking. All right. Tip to anybody if they do start doing a podcast. As you go on and you realize the shit you actually need and that you didn't buy from the beginning, you'll be like, damn, I could have saved money. For one of those, it's the exact same amount I paid for this. I can get a four mic thing for a hundred dollars. That's that's just one of those um, growing pains, right. learning lessons. So, um, I so you gonna sell that one? No, I'm gonna keep this one. But I was thinking that if I get the four mic one, and I keep that one here, if you do move to Nashville, you can just take this one. Oh yeah. True. Man, we will really have to figure that out. I'm pretty sure it's it's probably not as hard as I'm thinking it's it not. is. Hell, we, if we got to this point, we can figure anything else out. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about either getting a mixer or doing it or uh getting the four audio interface. Which, if you're not a fucking nerd like me, you don't understand. Um. <laughs> Also been fighting getting a, t- a bigger TV. Oh, I love gadgets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want something. I want an Apple Watch, honestly, for Christmas. I might get one for myself. So that's gonna be your spool thing. That's outside of your responsible. If I if I have enough money saved after I pay my my debts, I should on. be all right. I'm waiting on this bonus to come through. So I can uh, stop eating bologna. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> what is it like to work for a company that gets a bonus? Yo, that shit dope as fuck. When you look, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, my friends be talking to me about Christmas bonuses, and I be like, what is that? <laughs> Tell and me. And it be the real deal, but like $500 bonuses and shit. I be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so y'all just over here with half a stack. Must be nice. I thought I had dope bonuses. Cash. Till my sister told me how much her bonus is. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Clearly, I'm my goals are just way too low in life. <laughs> it's just like when somebody. Uh, I remember a long time ago, a dude I was helping at work. He came in and he had a statement and he was like, black people do make money. <laughs> like, oh, I'm trying to get aspirational. <laughs> but yeah, straight cash, homie. If anybody would like to donate for me to have a Christmas bonus, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> Damn, and then I'm mad too because I put my cash app on Twitter for you hoes to donate. I retweeted it money too. for my birthday, but ain't nobody sent me no money. I was like, man, y'all trifling. <laughs> I hate everyone. <laughs> How dare you niggas not send me money? How dare y'all got me out here putting my shit out in the public for nothing? I retweeted it for you too. I'm I trying saw. Trying to get you dope. At least you was trying. Shit. <laughs> I was expecting at least like a little five ten. 
Well, on uh, you know, Facebook where you can make your birthday uh thing for fundraising. Yeah. Somebody gave two dollars to the Thurgood Marshall uh scholarship fund that I had on my thing for two weeks. Y'all niggas don't care about uh black college students. <laughs> <laughs> I see. If I put a sexier thing out there. I don't know. I'm honestly kind of skeptical about those Facebook donations. Oh, yeah. It's probably bullshit. Because I feel like Facebook just makes so much money off of us just using their their website that a lot of this stuff, like, how how do we know? And plus, they already make money off our information. You're right. Like, how do we know exactly where this money is going? We can't see the direct transaction. How do we know what percentage y'all are getting? If even y'all get percentages off of donations, like... I don't know. That kind of stuff just makes me. Yeah, like it seems like a good idea in theory, but at the same time, though, going back to what you said about the cash app, a lot of girls I do see that put the cash app out there selling a little bit more than a good time. <laughs> you right. <laughs> you right. Like sometimes I retweet somebody, and then I look at their part, like, "Oh, y'all selling, y'all selling, selling out <laughs> here." Ass and titties. <laughs> Like, uh, one girl was like $50 for my private snap. I've what? seen those. I've seen those. What? Yeah. Hell no. These, these hoes out here making money. Hey, man. Get if it's it how money you live. to be made, make it. Get it how you live, I guess. It's the oldest profession, man. <laughs> the like, easiest. That's, that's literally. But is it easiest? Well, not easy as far as like. I, but I do at the same time wish I could sell my body, but nobody wants to buy that shit. When I say easy, I mean like you don't have to do shit to get shit. You know what I'm saying? You get to use what you got. To get what you want. It's the literal grassroots. Player club. <laughs> <laughs> Bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Um, my brother had a question if you could choose one person to smoke with, dead or alive, who would it be? Eartha Kid. She was an interesting woman, especially for her time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I bet she probably had that good shit too. Oh yeah, <laughs> Earth Kid looked like she was rolling up that good shit. <laughs> My cuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, bro! Even in Boomerang, the, the idea that Eddie Murphy was wholeheartedly willing to on camera act like he smashed Eartha Kitt proves how bad a bitch she was. Bro, she and it, but, she was old as fuck, man. Yeah, she was. And Eddie Murphy was young as hell. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. <laughs> um if I could choose one person to smoke with. Um I mean it, I mean, the go-tos would be like Seth Rogen, uh, Dave Chappelle, Oprah. I've always wanted to smoke with Oprah. 
Mm, I wonder if Oprah smokes. Man, I think Oprah smokes. I feel like Oprah probably smokes. And Her she, and Stedman just be and chilling. She probably got the best shit. Her, her and Stedman just be chilling. She probably growing the shit. Yep. She got fields and shit. She got a nursery and whatnot. It's like, you know, Days and Confused when he was talking about uh, George Washington used to grow weed. He was like, uh, Martha Washington was a hip, hip lady, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, A person I would, I would go with was somebody like from the past that was like ahead of the time. So I'm gonna go with Leonardo da Vinci, and I bring him here, and we start smoking, and then like slowly, I would just start introducing them to technology that would blow his fucking mind. Hmm. He'd be like, "Yo, bro, this is a telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I can do so much shit with this." And he'd be like, "What do you mean, like shit, like what?" He'd be oh like, my Yo, goodness! Watch this shit. And I would uh, show him what uh, I'd do something just simple. We don't even think about it. Be like, yeah, you like pizza, right? You're Italian. <laughs> like, well, about 10 minutes, it's going to be a pizza coming in. Like, and it's only going to cost us $2. <laughs> what kind of sorcery and magic is this? Is this only for nobles, noblesmen? Like, nah, bro. Everybody got this shit. (laughs) So, did they ever figure out how to do a flying machine? Be like, yeah, bro. We got tons of them shits. Like, you you could fly from here, like, all the way to the other side of the world. What about when it runs off? That's the thing, bro. The earth ain't flat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Just... Like this blowing our That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Like you gotta think about it. even when like when people get out of jail and they see the shit that this that happened since uh they went away, be like when Boosie said that he discovered Instagram after he got out of jail, he was like, Man, I never thought of so many beautiful women in the world. You know, it is really crazy though, like what Instagram has done for women. And why why is it that it was only Instagram though that all of these like badass women were discovered? Like when did Instagram become the place for baddies? One person when they started monetizing it or that and then when one person brought this moment up and this is a valid point. Once Instagram stopped being only for iPhones it's when the game changed. That's very true. Because so, I remember only having Instagram. I didn't have an iPhone, but I had an iPod mm-hmm. touch. So, yeah. I, I had an iPhone then, and I do remember <clears throat> when they let those dirty Android users. <laughs> like, if you want to see, like, petty segregation and how petty it would have been <laughs> like to be like white or black back in the day look at how iphone users talk about fucking android users the only thing i can say about android users or samsung specifically is the camera quality is actually super lit yeah that's why but I'm- when y'all record videos on like snapchat and shit it just don't translate 
Which is weird because when I show you a video on my phone, it looks way better. Yeah. But looking at it from my phone, it's kind of like the the word to to pages, uh, mm-hmm. translation. Like, <laughs> it's just something. I think it's because it's a different language. It's a language yeah. barrier. <laughs> and. They could fix that shit. I know. Like, it's so crazy. Like, you would think something like that would be so simple to make everything universally streamlined to where everybody's shit looks the same. But that's more proof that they don't want that to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, people... And I used to be one of those people like, well, iPhone is actually way better. (laughs) And then I got a fucking S4 uh, Samsung. I was like, no, this shit is balling. Fuck iPhone. And then I got this Galaxy Note. This is a, like a two-year-old phone. This phone is still dope as fuck. But I just, I don't know. I just like Apple. I got put on the Apple from a, what was I using before I had an iPhone? I had a Blackberry. I had a Blackberry at one point. Black, my, my Blackberry Curve is still my favorite phone of all time. Just I think I, I just had some hand, like generic brick phone. Like just the like it was so fun to type on a BlackBerry. Yeah, and it was like you felt like you were doing like serious business transactions. Yeah, and then you could have with, BlackBerry with, Messenger. Right. What's your BBM? What's your pin? <laughs> <laughs> and then like I, I'm acting like I'm doing important business when really I'm just ordering weed from fucking weed dealers. Is BlackBerry? <laughs> still a thing like are they still I think they just stopped making phones Hmm. but it was yeah it was still a thing Kim uh famously Kim Kardashian loves Blackberry yeah and she like apparently when they stopped making phones she bought a whole bunch of the phones to keep them like she stayed with a Blackberry even though she had like an iPhone and shit it does feel like more exclusive and private so I can kind of see why she would want to do that but I mean iPhone came along with iMessage and then it was like okay well (laughs) that's the only thing that killed it that Apple has that I do miss because even when I got my Samsung S4 I still kept my my iPhone so I could use iMessage you don't have an iPad? no oh but it is weird that I've never had an iPad. Yeah, I've never had one either. My sister got one. My parents got one. Especially because I record this on a MacBook. Almost all my friends got one. <laughs> I have a Kindle. I mean, uh, a Kindle Fire. I could probably get one, honestly, for pretty cheap since I got this phone. But yeah. I don't know. I don't think I just don't really see a need for one. Which is also weird because I used to. I've had like five iPods and I always got the really big iPods. I've had two. My first iPod was the iPod Nano. Oh. Yeah. It was so cute though. <laughs> the funniest joke from the office is when uh, the episode where Michael's getting roasted and Pam was like, uh, I saw Michael naked. He has a really small uh, dick. And they were like, how small is it? If it was an iPod, it would be a shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) Um, My first first iPod was the 
the monochromatic one. I think it was like the third generation, but it's the first one with the quick wheel. Mm-hmm. And I think it had like 30 gigabytes. And I was like, yo, this shit is fucking amazing. I had so many albums on that. And then that one died. <laughs> then I got a video iPod that had like 80. Bro, them video iPods changed the game. Yep. And then that one died. I got a video iPod my, I think my senior year of high school. And that one died in my first senior year of college. <laughs> Sheesh. And then. It's killing iPods out here. That's what happens when you illegally download music and have all kind of fucked up shit on your fucking iPod. True. But I haven't had one. I want to get one because they're kind of cool to still have one. Like, when you see somebody have it, you're like, yo, is that, you still got a fucking iPod? Like, it would be vintage now. Yeah. <laughs> They they still sell for a lot too. Do they? Because I don't, don't want to pay no regular price for an iPod today. But you gotta remember <laughs> uh, how much uh, storage space is on them. They didn't until recently. They weren't having phones with that much storage space on iPods. Yeah, you're right. So you couldn't get a hundred and sixty gigabyte iPhone. This is true. So people like serious like music people. They were using yeah yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a serious music person until recently. I was a music pirate, <laughs> <laughs> and I have de- I have ruined many a computer by legally <laughs> downloading music. But I always had that new shit though. <laughs> Got that new new burning CDs and shit. Bro, I used to sell CDs in high school. Like shit was like crack. <laughs> oh, you got that every shit? Friday. Yeah. And just make uh, transactions in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's a suburban ass shit. Did you see where, uh, first off, Tumblr got in trouble because they had a lot of child porn on Tumblr? I think I heard. Was it you that was telling me about that before? But I feel like I heard somebody talking about it. It might have been. I can't remember our conversations anymore. Me neither. Especially um, when we record. People yeah. be talking to me about stuff, and I'll be like, I really don't even remember what we talked about this week. I know. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have no idea what you're. It, it's like I a black what? hole in here. It's like a black hole and in here. And the weird thing is, I listened to this shit like three, four times before I fucking it, like before I put it out. And I'm still like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yep. Um, but yeah, Tumblr got in trouble for child having child porn on there. And so, also, if you've never used Tumblr, there's tons of explicit stuff on Tumblr. That you can just, like, stumble upon. Right. You're like, whoa. Wait you follow minute. one person yep. that reposts some shit, and it'll take you down a rabbit hole. That's why, like, Thomas used to say, don't ever uh, open Tumblr. In public. Ooh, nigga. Somebody be like, what the (laughs) fuck are you? (laughs) And you'd be like, I promise I didn't search this shit out. But, like, my Tumblr days were a long time ago. But back then, it was just like, you know, you would see, like, porn and shit. But you never saw no illegal, like, you never saw no kid shit. So, like, and then plus, that was when... Everybody was trying to be all artsy fartsy and be like, "Well, nudity should be, <laughs> shouldn't be uh it shouldn't be a stigma on the human body." Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to get woke. 
But so fast forward to today, Tumblr gets in trouble, and so they remove a lot of the stuff. But Tumblr decides that they're going to get rid of explicit content completely. So pretty much they're ruining Tumblr. Yeah, because what else is Tumblr for? Exactly. <laughs> like, whoa, bro. So you mean I can't just look up uh, fucking photos of naked people holding guns? <laughs> what kind of communist fucking uh, country do you think we live in? If, yeah, like if Tumblr is not going to be where we can go find the weird shit. Like, whoa, bro. So you mean I can't see a whole bunch of green-haired women in the dopest clothes in the world? How dare you, my G? So they are getting rid of explicit content. But the problem with any type of censorship on that, on that is what's explicit to me may not be explicit to you. Mm-hmm. And what's explicit to you may not be explicit to me. So I decided to look through my Tumblr feed you alright? Yeah, no, I just got a message from somebody I ain't heard from in like two years. Mm. But, uh, yeah, so what's explicit to you might not be explicit to me. So I was looking through my Tumblr feed and I was just seeing if they had removed anything. And then so I would be looking and stuff that I reblogged, people had labeled explicit. But it wasn't any nudity. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of the things that people labeled explicit was when they talked to... I had re-blogged about that time when the Dixie Chicks had said they were ashamed of George Bush being from their state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Somebody had labeled that explicit. Had what? no... Had no sexuality. No violence. Probably, and was there profanity? No, but it was still labeled explicit. And then it was like, it would be like pictures of like known models. Open up Tumblr real quick and see what's going on. (laughs) So it'd be pictures of like known models and stuff like in bikinis, not in any risque poses that they would label explicit. And I was just thinking, so y'all are just doing this shit because y'all don't want to fucking moderate the space that y'all made for over 10 years. Y'all don't want to do y'all job. So y'all just go get rid of anything and then have it to where anybody can label something explicit and just have it removed. Yeah. That's, that's the first message I got when I opened Tumblr. It says on December 17th, our community guidelines will change and adult content will no longer be allowed on Tumblr. I wonder how many users they're going to they gonna lose because of this. Probably everybody. <clears throat> <clears throat> because I don't, I, I we have a suburban uh, Tumblr, but I'll just post it the feed from here. I haven't used Tumblr for real in years, but I I won't use Tumblr anymore. Tumblr was like, especially if you're like a moody fucking person and you wanted to see some dark shit. <laughs> Or if you want to see some super light shit that just ain't right. heavy at all. Or super woke shit. It's different parts of Tumblr. It's, it's just so like many communities else. on Tumblr. That's the other part of it. And then if you're getting to the point to where you're labeling my views on politics is explicit because you disagree. Mm. 
when there's no profanity, no nudity, none of the things that you're saying you're changing, how are you labeling that explicit? Hmm. So. I'm just, I'm reading these new policy changes, these new guidelines. I'm reading the, so what is changing? And it says posts that contain adult content will no longer be allowed on Tumblr. And we've updated our community guidelines to reflect this policy change. We recognize Tumblr is also a place to speak freely about topics like art, sex, positivity, your relationships, your sexuality, and your personal journey. We want to make sure that we continue to foster this type of diversity of expression in the community. So our new policy strives to strike a balance. Why are we doing this? It is our continued humble aspiration that Tumblr be a safe place for creative expression, self-discovery, and a deep sense of community. But that's bullshit. As Tumblr continues to grow and evolve, our understanding of our impact on our world becomes clearer. We have a responsibility to consider that impact across different age groups, demographics, cultures, and mindsets. We spent considerable time weighing the pros and cons of expression in the community that includes adult content in doing so it became clear that without this content we have the opportunity to create a place where more people feel comfortable expressing themselves that's like the opposite (laughs) bottom line oh sorry no Uh, bottom line there are no shortage of sites on the internet that feature adult content we will leave it to them and focus our efforts on creating the most welcoming environment possible for our community Hmm. I say all that to say so I was looking through my Tumblr and I saw a post where it said that David Bowie predicted Kanye West's birth what? (laughs) alright one of my favorite albums of all time is the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust Mm -hmm. on the uh, cover (laughs) what? Literally the the very very first post on Tumblr says, I will be posting ankle pics on December 18th and it will be erotic. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all gonna get these ankles, nigga. Ankle pics. Um, That's funny. So, Rise and Fall, Ziggy Stardust is one of my favorite albums of all time. On the cover of it, there is a a sign that says K dot West. It's a street sign that says K dot West. Okay. First song of uh, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust is five years in which he predicts that like in the story of the album, mm-hmm. he predicts that in five years they come on the radio and they say that everybody will die in five years. Mm hmm. And so he describes a scene of mothers crying with their children in the crowd and all this other stuff. And in it, um, Ziggy Stardust becomes almost like a savior-like figure. So he comes to Earth, and that's when Starman is the song. There's a star man waiting in the sky. But anyway. (laughs) So... So, uh, guess who was born five years to the day? Well, three days off. 
from that album. Shut your mouth. Kanye Omari West. That's weird. And in the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust, Ziggy comes to Earth and he changes everything and he becomes a superstar and then he dies on stage. So it's the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. That's crazy. That's why Tumblr is needed, man. For those <laughs> kinds of conspiracy theories. Yeah. I wonder if Kanye West knows that. I mean, or has seen that. After uh, David Bowie died, a lot of people talked about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm sure somebody had to have told him that. Because that was an internet theory for a long time. Mm-hmm. Even before Bowie died. But after he died, it amped it back up. David Bowie is one of my favorite artists of all time. He also, his last album was heavily influenced by the To Pimp a Butterfly. He was a big fan of that album. I didn't know that. And Lou Reed, before he died, was a big fan of Kanye's Yeezus album. He said that was his favorite album in years. Well, turn up for these old people out here. Real recognize real. (laughs) The old people got it. Um, I forgot what I was. um, I just went into a rabbit hole of these guidelines for Tumblr. So, you want to end on? I mean, we could just say RIP. Okay. I don't want to. Oh, uh, it's been three years. It's been three years since we lost our friend Austin. So, RIP. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's still hard. Still very hard. Still weird. And I, and I think about him a lot. Especially, yeah. like, Sometimes I look at it as like Twitter and stuff. And it's just it's still weird. So very. So uh rest in peace, awesome. So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at curvy brown girl and you can find me at a kid named juice some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey battle you can follow him on soundcloud at djc battle new episodes available every thursday